Hey, Fidelity. What's it cost to invest with the Fidelity app? Start with as little as $1 with no account fees or trade commissions on U.S. stocks and ETFs. Hmm, that's music to my ears. I can only talk. Investing involves risk, including risk of loss. Zero account fees apply to retail brokerage accounts only. Zero dollar commission applies to online U.S. equity trades and ETFs and retail Fidelity accounts. Sell order assessment fee not included. Some account types and securities excluded. Details at fidelity.com slash commissions. Fidelity Brokerage Services, LLC. Member NYSE SIPC. You like to watch new stuff, right? Well, go to Hulu and see what's new, because Hulu has new stuff all the time. Like Vanderpump Villa, the new docudrama starring Lisa Vanderpump, where first-class luxury meets world-class drama. A new season of The Kardashians starring The Kardashians, of course. And Grand Cayman, Secrets in Paradise, the sizzling new reality show set in the tropical Caribbean. It's all new and it's streaming now on Hulu. So Judd comes out does his best Ray Pruitt from 90210, right? He's like, how do you talk to an angel? And then we get Luke P, who's just oh, he's not even Steve dad. Sanders, right? He's just like... Welcome to Here to Make Friends, a HuffPost podcast about the Bachelor franchise, where we lovingly snark on The Bachelor and Bachelor-adjacent shows. Whether you love The Bachelor or love to hate it, we're here to break down every single delicious moment with you. I'm Emma Gray. And I'm Claire Fallon. And we're back. What a time it is to be alive and watching a bachelorette who just reps very hard for Alabama. As though, you know, the state is not the current battleground of one of the most restrictive abortion laws in the nation. Ah, a study in contradictions. Here to break it all down with me, sadly, Claire is on vacation, so she's out this week, is New York Times bestselling author Alyssa Mastermonico. Morning. Roll Tide. Roll, roll Tide. We have to find out what Ole Miss says just so we can be contradictory. Yeah, yeah exactly. Oh, it's... I just feel so weird, like, celebrating Alabama in these moments. I mean, and there really is just, like, every every minute is a celebration of Alabama. Truly. The Deep South in general. It's, I mean, all I have to say is if they at any point in this season go to a plantation, I'm hard out. It's 60-40 that they will. Yeah. I'm really, I'm really hoping that if they did, they cut that episode and redid it. Yeah, uh, one would hope. In light of, of recent events. You know, well, I think actually plantations much, are just bad. Well, that's true. They should. No one should ever go to a plantation. No. I think instead they should have, you know, just really doubled down and been like, this is an educational session. We're going to go to the new lynching memorial. Which would be amazing. Yeah. I watched when Oprah went. Like, I, I think that, you know what, I think that this group of men could really use an education on the racial history of this country. You know, I do, too. I think the whole lot of them, they, um you know, I was I was just saying when I walked in here that I had to rewind the episode several times because I was confusing most of the bachelors because they look exactly alike. Oh, you mean all the various white yes. men with varying degrees of sandy brown to dark brown hair? yes. And yes. chiseled jawlines. It was a casting call for Lifetime Villains last night. 
Oh, yeah. I mean, it kind of is every season, but this is like a particular crop. It, you know what? It is because there's not – there are – here's what else I've, I've noticed about these bachelors. You know, at least you normally get some guy who's like seriously Italian and talks about his ma and like has an accent of some sort. But these guys, it's like – there was like a mold they bought at William Sonoma, poured wax in, and they all popped out. <laughs> yeah, it reminds me more of JoJo season when they all just had the same haircut. Oh my God, you're totally right. Yeah, it's that brand. It's that <laughs> brand. I mean, yeah, we're we're back. Um, so let's talk about Hannah B's week two in her journey for love. There's already been tears. Uh, so much happened, and yet nothing happened at all. Mm-hmm. I, I I was both engrossed and completely bored. Which is what led a lot to my rewinding. <laughs> so we start off with Chris Harrison, of course, making his like, you know, once an episode appearance, although he was in it a lot this this week. I really just want Hannah to do it with him. I can't help it. I see it. That trip they took to Alabama together, there is something about their chemistry that I think that we could have a fence jumper of a different kind this season. <laughs> Oh, they would be the couple that, like, they would be in a restaurant and I would be playing that game, like, dad or date. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, So Chris Harrison comes in and he's like, look, Hannah's really serious about this. Dates are starting right now. And the men all cheers to falling in love. Luke P. is already projecting his future children with Hannah. Uh, and and so the first group date is going to be Grant, Lucas, Mike, Jed, Jonathan, John Paul Jones, Dylan, Luke P. I'm looking for my Mr. Right. Yeah. Uh, they go to a theater. I had real feelings about this. I mean, yeah, same. It, it, it was you it go. was really so, you know, obviously they showed a smidge of this in the previews last week. And I just I thought it was way too soon for undies. I mean, like, I do appreciate <laughs> that they objectified the men the way they do the women. Yeah, I'm all about the equal opportunity. It's equal opportunity. I just like first there was something about it. I just you're like, wasn't we're not there yet. I wasn't I wasn't ready. That's like a, that's at least episode three. Yeah, it's like we need to get to the intimacy. Yes. Because There's right levels. now it's it's just Chippendale. And yes. The, and and also, like, they all seem a bit devoid of personality, so I don't find any of them that attractive. So it was literally just a calendar. No, they're like walking Ken dolls. Yeah. Yeah. Like I think just... they should be asked about abortion. Oh, that would be incredible. Don't you think? Yeah, where? Okay, so they were doing a Mr. Right talent competition. Right, so like Miss where, America. Yeah, where was the question and answer period? So that's the thing is that I don't feel Hannah Beast cares. Like, like there was no, <laughs> like, what did they did there? They did the the Speedos, right? They did the yes. Speedos. I do give props. I forget who it was to the guy who kept his black socks on. I was like, that's okay. And then there was, like, the talent portion, which, like. None the, of them are very talented. No, except I give John Paul Jones credit for the unicycle. <laughs> That was actually impressive. He stayed on, except you know what the thing about John Paul Jones is? He has like— He looks like he's going to murder you? Well, he has this unbelievable lack of like sort of irony that he's named. Like I don't think he knows who like John Paul Jones is. Like I don't know if he's ever heard of Led Zeppelin or the (laughs) or like the keyboardist. Or like that he oddly also looks a bit like Heath Ledger. 
Oh, yeah, in a, in a broken way. In a broken way. But like here he is. He's like the opposite of anyone who would play in Led Zeppelin. And he's just there on a unicycle. Just live. I will say of all of them, I feel like he's fucking living his best life. I mean, I, I he certainly is. He is. I feel like he's not necessarily there for Hannah Beast. He's just there because this, this is a good time and he wants to be the next Bachelor. He also just kind of speaks in monotone and he only speaks out of one corner of his mouth. Like, it's very confusing to me. The whole The whole thing. The whole thing is confusing. We need to talk about the fact that Miss J Miss made J. a cameo. I mean... Which I was excited about when I saw... I was like, come on. America's Next Top Model. Not enough play. Not enough screen time. Exactly. Right? Really underutilized. Completely wasted opportunity. There were also two drag queens there. um, Alaska and... Alyssa. Alyssa. Right? Right. Um, Represent. I just felt like here is this, like, fantastically, like, gender-bending queer group. Yes, with these men who, like, probably 90% voted for Trump. <laughs> you know, I think that's generous. I think that, you know, there was just such a moment to have, like, an interesting conversation or interaction. And I felt like they kind of muted Miss J. Like, yeah. even in the feedback when they were on stage. Do you know what I mean? Like, I just, I really did think that I was excited about Miss J. And then Me too. it was a bit of a fart a, in the forest. A real letdown. We did have some highlights. Uh, Mike put on some heels, which I really respected. Mike is just this, like, ray of sunshine Yeah, to what me. do you think his deal is? I don't know, but he's a great smile. Yeah, I agree. That's about all we know about him. And he can and he can walk in heels. So, I'm, you know, I'll give him that. Um, no one else really stood out. There were a lot of really unattractive giant tattoos on people's pecs. I there did were. note that. <laughs> there were. Um, Jed wears cowboy boots with his Speedo, mm-hmm. which... Okay. It's, it's a, yeah, at least it was some it was flair. Something. It, it was, was some something. flair. Yeah. Um, and and then I did enjoy Luke P comes out last and he is I'm, just like honestly terrifyingly ripped. Like I it, to me that that body type is not a lifetime serial killer ripped. Yes. <laughs> he is one dimensional. And all of the other men, I, I did sort of appreciate that they were shamelessly just like, wow, Luke P. Great body, Greek god. That's, but let's, <laughs> but let's. Here's the thing. So one, who, which, which was the bachelor? I can't remember who sang. Who could actually sing? Was it Jed? Jed. Okay. So Jed comes out, does his best Ray Pruitt from nine hundred two one zero. Right. He's like, how do you talk to an angel? And then we get Luke P, who's just oh, he's not even Steve Sanders. Right. <laughs> He's just like <laughs> this big meathead that comes out and is just like, I love you. What? Also, I want to I want to let men know that like that body type is not necessarily aspirational. It's not aspirational. It makes me uncomfortable. It makes me very uncomfortable. I don't want to be like, oh, I went to the gym and have him be like, well, what'd you do? Well, not what you did. So <laughs> shut the fuck up. I don't leave need me, I don't need a boyfriend <laughs> who's my trainer. Like that's we can separate those things. Right. It makes me uncomfortable to even like exercise in front of a romantic partner. I have never like I don't done like it. no thank you. I've never done it. It's my private personal exactly, situation. Exactly. Exactly. Yes. It's my time. We don't even go to the same gym. I mean, I respect that. Yeah, thank you. You know why? Because it's like <laughs> my husband is very fit and thin and he climbed Mount Everest. Oh, you, don't, so you don't need to be. I told him, I said, here's the deal. If you ever want to get divorced, just tell me you're climbing Everest because you know I will not follow. <laughs> 
And that brings us all the way back to Luke P. Yeah, Luke P. Um, so we we get, you know, the talent portion is basically a wash, as we've discussed. You know, Jed plays a song. He can actually sing. That's great for him. Like, he had talent. He has, he's the only one who had a talent, <laughs> an actual talent. And then Luke P. seems to think that just saying that you might fall in love with someone at some point is a talent. And I take issue in with a big this way. categorization. In a big way, because it felt like a real cheap move. But also, oh, so, it made was pandering. It was total pandering. But, like, do you remember the end of The Bachelor season when Colton <laughs> Colt jumps the fence? Oh, do I remember? The whole thing. And Hannah Beast gets left in the dust, right? And she has this metamorphosis. We see her starting to turn into a butterfly where she's going to put herself first and have high standards. Then she accepts being the bachelorette. Okay, fine. And now she's being lured in by this this pandering, like, I think I'm falling in love with you. What? It what? doesn't also, even mean anything. Do you want someone to say it to you that way? No. Like, while you're sitting there next to Miss J, who you know was judging, she was like, girl, do not like, fall run, for this. Stop. Run. And Hannah was just, like, lapping it up like my cat when I give her baby food. And that is the thing about casting a 24-year-old in this role. Like, look, I get it. I have insecurities. I love love me some affirmation. It's great. But, like, you want it to be genuine. Yeah. And this just felt like she she feels like she's so nervous about doing this whole thing correctly. Can someone give her ketamine? I mean, like, it's really, girl, you're at a 12. (laughs) Bring it down to an 8. And it's only week two. I mean, really, they've been there like 48 hours. She's nervous and scared, dude. Yeah, she's nervous and scared. And so this guy comes in and is like, I'm here for you. I'm starting to fall in love with you. I I can make a really bad meandering speech, and I will. And she's like, well, uh, thank God. Someone, this guy. I think I'm falling for you, too. Shut up. Also, genuinely starting to fall in love with you. That is like the bachelorette equivalent of like, you might be hot based off your Tinder photos. That's like, like it's been a week? Like two to three days. Right. I mean, for us, it's been for a week. For us, it's been a week. For them, it's been two to three days. Yeah. Like, this is just like he's trying to rush to the head of the pack, and I don't think he's ever read the tortoise in the hair. Because <laughs> he's not. You can. No one can have the stamina to be the leader the entire time. No, I think he's really going to flame out at some point. Which, you know, previews again for right, next week right. leads to believe. Like, I, don't, I think a- it's going to be a slow burn, but he's going <laughs> to flame out eventually. So he gets crowned Mr. Right, uh, and, and then they go to this after party, and Hannah just thanks them all for being bold. There's a few terms that get abused, critically overused, abused in, <laughs> during this episode. Bold is one of them. Real is another. Oh, we didn't even talk about her opening rap monologue. Oh, I had blocked that out. I didn't understand what, what was, it was. What, was it referencing I tried, something? Did you yes, Google okay, it? No, no. So it said, so she said something like that real good real. Yeah. And I was like, I know I'm middle-aged and just a middle-aged white white woman. And I, and so I'm like, maybe I, I don't understand a cultural reference somewhere. And I couldn't find it anywhere. Okay. That's what I was but thinking she, too. She I was like, stop. am she I just, stop. am I just not, did I miss something? Right. No, we didn't. I don't think so. It was just really, I was like, wow, this is how we're starting out. I mean, I'm sure if we did miss something, someone will email me or DM me about it. So, but Great. for now, like, we, we couldn't, we tried. We tried. We Googled. 
Um, okay, so the after party. Luke P is out here just wearing his sash and his crown because he is Mr. Right. He is Mr. And he's embracing right. that role. Um, and all the other men are just like side eyeing him because they thought his speech was, again, pandering bullshit. And Mike very shadily <laughs> sort of like sub toasts him. It was like the verbal version of a sub tweet. <laughs> He's like, let's cheers to people keeping it real and not looking for their 15 minutes. And Luke P's like, yeah, man. Yeah, yeah. sure. Yeah. <laughs> Luke P. He's I not. He's not the sharpest. Know, okay, so do you know what I feel like he's supposed to be? I feel like he's maybe this season's Demi. But he has but none my, of her charm exactly. or, or wit. Exactly. He has no none of her stickiness. Like, the, I wanted to see her come back week after week because she was both devious but entertaining. And I think he's just he's just and a, look, there's a, bit a certain devious. level of intelligence that is required to be mean in in any way that is that is funny at all. And right. Luke is just a fucking dolt. He's a dolt. Worse than Colt. <laughs> Oh, certainly. Colton had a charm. Luke P, no charm, no flair, no little no bit of, flair. of personality, also, vulnerability. Gotta be it. judgy. The color blue of his suit is absurd. <laughs> it's absurd. It's like, it's not cobalt. It's like cobalt cornflower, and I can't stand it. <laughs> it. I was like trying to adjust the color on my screen to make it go away. It like doesn't. It doesn't really complement his coloring. Very no, well. it's not classy. It's well, not navy. I'm gonna say he's not particularly classy, Alyssa. <laughs> Shit, you're right. I'm holding him to an unfair standard. <laughs> yeah, we have to meet people where they are. <laughs> I can't wait for next week. Oh God. Uh, and Mike is just really kind of hammering home the fact that that Luke P's whole thing is is bogus. I'm really I I like Mike. He seems kind of one of the the smarter ones of the pack. Luke P of course grabs Hannah first so the rest of the men have all their time to shit talk. And Mike is like, "Guys, when you say the love word, no matter what other words you put around it, the person you're talking to hears the word love." Right. And I think he's right about yes. that. And I mean, I guess that's where we try to hold Hannah to a higher standard. I mean, like she does address it a little bit later on in the episode. She did seem a little bit freaked, but by then it. he but was then like, she liked it. "Yes," but then he just licked her face, and she was like, "All right, I'm in, I'm in." Right. So we do see Hannah and Luke chat. Uh, she seems a little bit scared, but also clearly is into his whole vibe. Yeah, uh, as, as she, she says. Words are important to me. Words are important to me, and he's used all the words my heart wants to hear, is paraphrasing, but close to exactly what she said. I mean, I guess there's not that many words her heart wants to hear. Her heart wants to hear love. Her heart has a limited vocabulary. (laughs) It's true. I'm guessing the SAT score of the heart was not the strongest. (laughs) He's bold, though. He's bold. He's bold. Bold is this season's amazing. (laughs) <laughs> it's or no what was that nailed it oh god <laughs> I like that I thought it was funny at least it had some you know flair flair oh gosh and Hannah's then telling the camera that she really believes Luke P which like how the bar is just low she doesn't demand a very convincing performance no she's and also it's like it's like if I were her, like everyone knows on the show that when you're filming a direct to camera, 
the chances that it ends up on the show are decent, right? So I guess if I were going to profess how I felt, I might hold my cards a little closer to the chest, knowing that I don't know how it's going to unfold by the end of the season, and I don't necessarily want to look like a dipshit who gave it away in the second episode. Yeah, the second episode is very extreme. Like, we, the last season... Um, last Bachelorette season, didn't we see a guy like really flame out in episode three or four because he said he was starting to fall in love with Becca? Yes, yes. And that was like, whoa, 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 this is clearly pandering. It's too early. This is... Breaks on. You just want to stay on the show. Like... And this, like episode two, Hannah's like, yeah, I definitely believe him. Seems like a really genuine guy who I'm probably going to marry. Probably going to marry. Dear Lord. You know, Luke, He his justification for this is that which he says to the guys because he comes back and Mike is like, what is what makes you feel like you're starting to fall in love with her? Like, what are you talking about, bro? And Luke goes on to explain that from the very beginning of the first night, he's been feeling like it's too good to be true. And if he wants something, he's going to go get it and fight for it. And then he says, I don't care what the scenario is. And all I could see while he was giving the speech were like giant red flags. Do you know what flashing. I saw? I saw the 25 senators in Alabama who exactly. voted for the abortion bill. Exactly. Exactly. I was like, this is just, he's like toxic masculinity yeah. incarnate walking around. And you're like, this is exactly why dating is really miserable for a lot of straight women, because there are men like this who only care about the thing that they want. So Hannah is the thing that he wants. Yes. And he's going to compete with all the other men to get it. Well, and But it's not about what she wants at all. But also, it's not just about what he wants in it being Hannah. He wants to win. Well, right. She's the trophy. He wants to win. She's the trophy and he wants to win. Whereas, you know, I really don't think the others, most of them, approach it in that way. I'm not saying they're all there of the purest intentions. No, which, like, I don't expect people to be. They seem a little bit more, you know, there for the right reasons. Or at least just, like, I'm here for this experience and we'll see what happens. He just came in being like... That's my prize. She's blonde. She has a southern accent. Born again. Like, she, I own her. Here's what I call on everyone to watch as these uh, episodes unfold. And granted, I have an abnormally big television at home, so I don't have to wear my glasses when I watch. But, like, his eyes dilate. Okay? His pupils, there's, like, an in and out. And I think that it is the sign of, like, how his brain is working and that he just – it's like the Hulk, you know? He just sees what he has to have and his eyes start, like, getting fucked up. And so I just – everyone should should be on the lookout for Luke's pupils. <laughs> Yeah, and they're all taped, so he can't go back and fix his pupils. So, no, they're there. They're on. They're on the record with his cobalt suit. Oh man, he is just, especially in this moment, like it is rough for me to watch to it, watch Luke P. And me too. It's I. He's nails on a chalkboard. Yeah. Um, also, side note: if anyone also felt enraged and has been thinking about uh, Alabama, you can donate to the Yellow Hammer Fund. Yes, the Yellow <laughs> Hammer Fund, making sure women in Alabama can secure a safe and legal abortion. So, you know, just want to throw in that little call yeah. to action while we're talking about at Yellow Bachelor. Fund. Yes. Um, so, back at the house, the other men are are chatting. They're like, "I wonder what's going on over there." Uh, Cam is like. I had a really amazing connection with Hannah Night One. And the door rings, and it's the the first one-on-one date card. And it goes to 
Tyler G. Tyler G. I, I when that I was like, who is this guy? Is that I was like, is he Grant? Is he Devin? Is he Dylan? Like I could not remember what his name was. It's Tyler G. Yes. I couldn't either. I had the. I'm not gonna lie. I had the little bachelor casting thing up the whole time because I was losing track. Oh yeah, I had, I had to like be. Yeah. I was like googling. Um, so he's the one that I think in our preview episode we decided he looked uh, like a central casting detective. Yes, which I think agree. is, is yeah, hard to agree. Yeah. Um, so back to the group date. Jed and Hannah have a little chat. Jed is is kind of charming me. Really. Yeah. I don't know. I think the bar is very low for this group of men. And he's like, he just, I don't know, the way he speaks doesn't grate at me. The singer-songwriter thing is going to tire real quick, but I mean, it hasn't because quite I, yet. Because I can't get Ray Pruitt out of my head. <laughs> That's all I see when I see him. But he no, I agree. He has a certain earnestness. Right. Right. Yeah. I, he's landing a little more genuine to me like, than a lot of the other men. If there was a hometown with him— you know that it, he would be surrounded by, like, a ginormous loving family who thinks that he is the second God's coming. Gift. Yes. Absolutely. Yes. But but in such a way that it hasn't made him a megalomaniac. Right. Right? Okay. Like, maybe he was a little bit awkward in middle school or something. Right. Right. I mean, he does have kind of a small head, so you could see that being the yeah, case. Yeah. But exactly. no, I agree. I agree with you. I agree with you. He seems like a He's been humbled nice in some person. Way. And wasn't he, didn't he also say first, I liked his green tie. I think he had a green He's tie. He's well on. dressed. He's well dressed. And he also was just like, kind of like the dopes that there's still hope. You know, I mean, he, he has like a very mellow attitude about yeah. the whole thing. I think it's very, it's, it's refreshing because a lot of these men are already like ratcheted up to a 15. Yeah. And he's like, I never, I never got anywhere being fucking torqued up. You know, right. he's like, so, so he's just like, hey, let's yeah, just, that I mean, was fun. I, I like you. They let's... film in California, right? Yeah. They start. Yeah. Edibles. Yeah. Okay. Good for him. <laughs> uh, and he ends up getting the group date rose. So he go does. Jed, just quietly sneaking in there. You know, the tortoise and the hare right there. That's right. See? Mm-hmm. See, there is something to be said. I feel the same way about Elizabeth Warren. Okay? She's just, oh, man. she's creeping, oh, she's creeping, she's creeping. she really is. She's got a plan she's for that. She's got a plan. If she ends up on the finale of The Bachelor, I will... <laughs> I mean, that would be the greatest crossover event of my of life. Of all time, because you saw her tweet. Yes, obviously. Okay, so we for, have to yeah, tell it. You tell for it. For anyone, anyone who missed it, um, a comedian tweeted, Does, do you think Elizabeth Warren has uh, a plan to fix my love life? And a day later, Warren tweeted back and said, DM me, and we'll, and we'll talk about Let's it. Let's talk Let's about it. Let's talk about it. And I was just like, my heart burst. I was like, this is a combination of out all of my, my interests. Chest. Out of yeah, my chest. Just like a complete swoon. Maybe we can get her to be a guest. Oh, my God. I just invited her on your podcast. Yes, I would. (laughs) Oh, that would just be like too. That would be too much. I would cry. You know what? (laughs) If why should we not live with the same hubris that Luke does? It's true. Okay, Luke would never question whether EW would come on his podcast. That's true, and his podcast would be significantly more boring than this. And to close the circle on politics, as Barack Obama said, we're going to dream big dreams. I love it. Oh, yeah. Warren, come on this pod. Maybe she can fix The Bachelorette. We, you know, we need her help. I feel like Hannah needs an intervention, and EW may be the one to give it to her. Oh, I'm on board. <laughs> Hannah, I've got a plan for you. So Hannah goes on her first one-on-one date with Tyler G. Yes. Falling in love can be messy. It's what I've read in the bathroom stall. <laughs> <laughs> Hannah shows up dressed 
all in white, punching the air again. She's doing a lot of punching this episode. It's, you know, I would like to think that she, like, I would like to think that Hannah is in her room getting ready, listening to, like, ACDC or Guns N' Roses or playing a combative video game. And is, like, coming out ready to fight. But she's not. She's not. I think she's punching the words in her head. (laughs) Yeah. She's, like, bold. 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 Amazing. (laughs) Real. Real. So real. That real good real. (laughs) A private jet arrives to pick them up in front of all of the men so that the jet can mock them, obviously. The helicopter. It's not a jet. A Obvi. helicopter. Um, you got to have a helicopter in every every Bachelor or Bachelorette season. And Tyler speaks in the same terms as Hannah, which means that he uses a bunch of words. Platitudes. says absolutely nothing. And it's amazing to watch two people who both speak like that talk at each other for like seven hours. And have them think there's a connection. It's incredible. I was like, it we, was, we learned absolutely nothing about either one of them from this entire date. No, except that I do think that Tyler G may be the son of Thurston Howell III from Gilligan's <laughs> Island because he does have a real, like, at some point there's going to be an ascot. I can feel it in my bones. <laughs> he does. He's like very Nantuckety salmon and buff and blush colors. Oh, yeah. Which, Far superior to cobalt blue suit. Certainly. Like, far superior. I mean, look, I think this guy's cute. I he think, has a good face. I think he's the most, and he has good hair. Yeah, he's attractive. I think he's the best looking, in my view. I think he's the most handsome bachelor. Yeah, there's a few There's a few cute ones. He's definitely one of them. Uh, and Hannah, you know, she just, she just wants a manly man who's not afraid to get down and dirty. So that means Luke they're P. going <laughs> off-roading. In all white. In all white. And my... I mean, look, she doesn't dress herself. It's a stylist choice. They wanted you to be able to see the mud. The mud, great. Though most of us are just like, that mud's never coming out. (laughs) I was like, I guess at least you can just bleach. But here's the other thing. It didn't look particularly warm where they were doing what they were doing. No. And they were both wet, and then they sat atop a mountain with some blankets and poofs. On, like, bales of hay. I love when they set up those weird, like... It's like a nook. Yeah. A nook they're in like, the middle here's of the... A, here's a romantic setting. And it didn't look here's like there was a ton couch. of support, like, back support where they were sitting. Oh, certainly not. And so then she was, like, you know, leaning her head on his shoulder so that they could stop talking in platitudes for a minute and take a break. I also love... Tyler at one point goes to the camera and he's like, she's awesome. She's real. No. She's fearless. Wait. My favorite word he used, captivating. Oh, that's a big one for him. Captivating. And all I could think of is Jackie fucking Kennedy Onassis is captivating. (laughs) Hannah B is not captivating. She may be in real life or in a few more episodes. But right now. Not in this episode. She's living her life like every day is a Disney cruise. (laughs) Oh, my God. Right? Yeah. Like, not even like she's on it, like she's working it. Like, we're here and it's awesome. The buffet is <laughs> you know open. She would be an incredible staffer on a Disney cruise. Yes. She could also be a Disney princess. Because her smile, I mean, like, it's do they, smile. Do incredible. They, she must need so many Motrin at the end of shooting because the smile would give me such a headache if I had to do that all day. I mean, she's beautiful. It's a very nice smile. Her she, teeth are very white and straight. She is beautiful. I mean, she is objectively beautiful. Yeah. But 
I think I'd rather be normal yeah. and average <laughs> like me and, and not have to smile so much and have such white teeth. Yeah, yeah, I'm okay, I'm okay with it. Um, so Hannah says she has mud in places where mud should never be. One, we can use our imaginations does, there. Does that mean her cooch? I mean, is I, that where is, the mud I guess was? Is that the, Which it, makes no sense. It doesn't sense. make sense because those white pants were very tight. Not only that, it, she was sitting. Yeah, <laughs> it's like literally the one place there would be no mud. Right, well, exactly. I don't think the I don't think the mud is getting all, all the way up there. It's not easy no. access. It's not a beach, and it's not sand. So again, they cuddle in the covered in mud. Um, they relate on a deep level because they both got the first one on one date. So it's like, what else would you, you know, connect on a deep level with someone about? Yeah. You know, and she there was also a lot of discussion about how she talked a lot about Colton, I felt, on their date and how at this point when she was on a date with him, she was so nervous and judging herself. And like, I don't really feel we've moved past that, but put a pin in that. And that now she's like, she just hopes that all of these guys learn the lesson that she learned. Yeah, to be real. Be real. <laughs> okay, punch the air. Let it's the it real out. takeaway from Golden <laughs> Season. <laughs> air punching. Air punching. <laughs> oh, gosh. Their conversation, it was just like, she's like, I just struggled with how much Hannah I wanted to show Colton. And Tyler's like, you know, I'm going to try my best to be real and to create something real. I'm the luckiest guy in the world. He is. <laughs> he's like the he's like the extra that didn't get cast in Reality Bites. Oh man, Reality Bites is so way too good for him. I know no, but he didn't make it. <laughs> right. That's yeah. the point. I mean, he, but yeah, he, he was like one of the Yeah, man. Like he there is something about him that is just uh I I'm going to go with shallow I'm going to go with shallow. I think that is a correct assessment. But Hannah says that Tyler, in fact, blew her away. Blew her away. Blew her away. This is this is how she describes it when they get to the night portion. She's like, you know, I knew it was going to be good, but you blew me away. And what I appreciated here is that Tyler actually seems completely shocked. <laughs> He's, like, He's really? like, I didn't think I was getting any roses this week. <laughs> He's like, really? I I didn't say anything. Oh, great. Okay. I guess, you know, chalk one up for him for some level of self-awareness. I know. It's the only time he displayed self-awareness because he proceeds to be like, you just got to be you. And what happens, happens. Happens. <laughs> you can't like... You know? It's like you you couldn't even write this if you were trying to script the most boring conversation ever. Or, or a parody of the most boring yeah, conversation ever. I mean, imagine, I'm just trying to think of like being on a seven hour first date where we just continuously said like, you know what I connect with you on? It's like the fact that we're on a first date. Okay, you know what I'm going like, to flag though that I think is interesting this season? And I don't know if it's intentional or not. I feel like there has been a lack of booze. I wonder, do you think they're like a more... Uh, buttoned up crowd maybe i just because feel of the like, religiosity i don't know because like i don't you don't see her drink that much like you could always tell in past seasons that like the bachelor was hammered right or bachelor whomever that they get hammered on their dates and that's how they make it through the seven hours right this feels very teetotalery well i guess there is the only two drinks an hour rule right which was instituted a couple seasons ago so there's been significantly less like clear drunkenness since that fair enough fair enough but i also feel like 
Yeah, they are, they're all maintaining their composure. Yeah, in a real way. Yeah. I mean, maybe they discovered that it's just, like, easier to stay awake when you're not tempted to pass out. Oh, the platinum vagine. Yeah. <laughs> Miss you her. Know. Miss my little napper. <laughs> Respect. Um, and Tyler, you know, continues his speech. He just wants everyone to know, like, I'm not worried about looking cool. No. And strong. A guy's supposed to be strong and cool and collected. But I don't care. I don't matter. That doesn't matter. That's no way to live. And and she's like, you know what? That is strong. And not just strong. It's also bold. (laughs) When he literally self-described as Woody Allen. (laughs) Like, who are these people? But I did think I was I have to tell the truth. I did multitask during their one on one and I did dishes. So, <laughs> so you I might turned have the missed TV some of the finer loud. details. No, my yeah. cat was keeping me posted. <laughs> uh, well, you clearly missed a lot. Yeah. <laughs> um, it was very edifying. You know, they just talk some more about what relationships are about. And they're about expressing feelings, and they're about being real, and they're about being bold, and they're about being attractive. And sometimes they're amazing. And sometimes they're amazing. They never use, I don't even know if they use the term amazing. He does ask Hannah, like, what do you live for? And she just cannot answer this question. She gave the most meandering answer. She's like, you know, I've always just, like, want to have a family. Yeah, 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 yeah. Be a mom. But I'm a strong woman, and I want to have my own career, and I want to help people. And I also want to find my future husband and then do something incredible together. So I was like, do you want your own career? Do you want a joint career? Do you want to be a stay-at-home mom? Like, uh, any of these things are totally, totally great. But, like, I don't understand what you want at all. No, she—so I—that was a point that I did rewind when I was done drying the dishes. And— <laughs> I was like, Hannah, girl, because she did. She's like, you know, I just and like she takes a deep breath and she looks to the stars as if to find inspiration. And then she came out with that word salad that you just repeated. (laughs) And he was like, yeah, (laughs) I get it. He's like, what's the point of all this if you can't make the world a little better? And at that point, I was like, where are you speaking out about these abortion bans? I was like, then. you tear those like, sequins yeah. off and show us your Stop the Bands t-shirt. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> you know what? I'm going to guess that not only does she not have an opinion maybe on the bands, but she doesn't even know what's happening. Like, if caught on the street, she might be like, what band? Ban the Speedo, what? Also, I would venture a guess to say that the majority of these people would not be too upset by it, even if they were well-informed. Which would also lead me—they obviously then, we know, didn't have reading comprehension um, because it's terrifying. But, yeah, no, I'm guessing. If we went on the set tomorrow, they'd be like, what happened where? Trump who? Uh, but they're they're just out here trying to make the world a little better. They're by, just trying to find love. By finding love for themselves. That's how you make the world better is you just uh, make yourself personally happy. Dare say finding love in a hopeless place. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. I just made myself laugh. <laughs> I won't sing it. I mean, you can. I won't, You feel free. It's a, it's a great song. Yeah, it's a great song. It's a great song. I, I think, wish, you know, Brianna would probably used be it? very upset to be associated with the show. She was not <laughs> unrelated, but related. 
uh, as I was flipping on, getting ready to watch The Bachelorette last night, I went uh, and I saw two seconds of the Trump rally, and he was playing Tiny Dancer by Elton John, and I was so confused. Oh, that's... Uh, I mean, I feel poor like... Poor Elton. How has he not done a cease and desist by now? I mean, I feel like so many people have, but he just... They just keep... Playing. Yeah. But I just was so confused about the channel I was on. <laughs> but I found my home on ABC. We're going to take a quick break, but first, we are looking into hosting a Here to Make Friends live event this summer, and we want to know if that's something you guys would be interested in. If you're into that idea, shoot us an email at heretomakefriends at huffpost.com. We are based in New York, so that is probably where we'd start, but let us know where you are. Email us no matter what city you're in, and let us know if this is a thing that sounds like it would be fun. When we come back, we break down a whole lot more from week two of The Bachelorette. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. Sometimes there will be something that is just like nagging at me, bothering me about something in my life, and I just swirl it around and around and around in my head and don't quite know how to address it. And something that can really help me sort that through and like take action is therapy. I completely agree. I've been really stressed lately because I've just been getting sick over and over again. And before I know it, I'm feeling a lot of emotions and I don't even connect where they're coming from with the actual origin. We all carry around these stressors, right? And when we keep them bottled up, it can start to affect us negatively. Therapy is a great safe space to get things off of your chest and figure out how to actually work through whatever's weighing you down. If you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists anytime for no additional charge. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash love to see it today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash love to see it. Okay, so you got engaged. Congrats. Now you may be wondering what comes next. If you're planning a wedding, the first thing you need to know about is Zola. With Zola, you can plan your entire wedding in one convenient place. From the day you get engaged and search for the venue to the day you send out your save the dates, make your registry, and even taste your cake. Zola has literally everything you need to make the whole process super easy and actually even enjoyable. There's even a five-star app that helps you plan on the go or, you know, from your couch, which is certainly how, uh, if I was planning a wedding, I would definitely want to do it as loungily as possible. <laughs> so important. I also just know myself. I, I know that planning any kind of event, like even a birthday party can get very stressful. And so it's been really cool to see friends use Zola. It really seems to make everything a lot less stressful. And as a frequent wedding attender, I love to be able to hop on that Zola registry and just purchase a gift. Easy peasy. I know I've done it. I won't forget. Thank you, Zola. Yeah, everything's all in the same place. It's perfect. Start planning at Zola.com. That's Z-O-L-A.com. I am so glad that it's finally warming up. And it also means that I just want to have fun this summer and I don't want to be worrying about meal prep. And luckily... I can do something about that with Factor, especially because they have so many meal options like Protein Plus, Keto, Vegetarian, 
something for every diet. Their fresh, never frozen meals are ready to eat in just two minutes. So no matter how busy you are, you'll always have time to enjoy nutritious, great tasting meals. With 35 different meals and more than 60 add-ons to choose from every single week, you'll always have new flavors to explore. Make your whole day delicious. From breakfast to dessert, stay fueled with easy, nutritious options. I love having a few factor meals just sitting in my fridge, especially because I work from home. It's so nice to finish up a taping and not have to figure out what to cook myself. Just look in my fridge and be like, oh, in two minutes, I can be eating mushroom chicken thighs and wild rice or tomato basil chicken risotto or Santa Fe style green chili beef skillet. And they always have a nice like vegetable side. It feels well-balanced. I feel full after, and it's not a headache at all. Head to factormeals.com slash LTSI50 and use code LTSI50 to get 50% off your first box plus 20% off your next month. That's code LTSI50 at factormeals.com slash LTSI50 to get 50% off your first box plus 20% off your next month while your subscription is active. The weather's getting warmer, so it's time to say goodbye to jackets and sweaters and hello to shorts and tees. Oh, I'm so happy the weather is finally turning. If you, like me, have been wanting to update your wardrobe for the long haul without, you know, spending a fortune, then Quince is for you. You can build up a lineup of timeless pieces that will keep you looking effortlessly chic year after year. Like premium European linen dresses, blouses, and shorts from $30, washable silk tops, timeless 14 karat gold jewelry, and so much more. And the best part, all Quince items are priced 50 to 80% less than similar brands. By partnering directly with top factories, Quince cuts out the cost of the middleman and passes those savings right on to you. And Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing practices, as well as premium fabrics and finishes. I love Quince for all these staples. I mean, linen is my favorite summer fabric. They have so many amazing linen staples. I also found my new go-to like summer running around to the playground in the coffee shop bag. It's the pebbled Italian leather front sling bag. I can just fit a wallet and my phone and my AirPods in it, maybe some lip balm. Absolutely perfect. I'm so obsessed with it. And the price was exactly what I wanted to. Get warm weather ready with Quince. Go to quince.com slash LTSI for free shipping on your order and 365 day returns. That's Q-U-I-N-C-E dot com slash LTSI to get free shipping and 365 day returns. Q-U-I-N-C-E dot com slash LTSI. Anyone who's been listening to this podcast for a while or even not that long knows that we love article. I mean, honestly, I'm looking around my home right now. Coffee tables from article. That lovely chair out on my deck. Article. Our big console. Article. I'm My bed frame. Article. This is an article household. It is. And it's, I mean, it was an inspiration to me. We finally got our first article piece of furniture recently, our new couch. And my husband and I are both constantly just like, how did we live before this couch? This is such an improvement over what we had before. It's so comfortable. It just seems to get more comfortable every day. I mean, it's the couch you dream of. 
And the reason that we have both been able to find ideal furniture on Article is because Article believes in delightful design for every home. And thanks to their online-only model, they have some really delightful prices, too. Their curated assortment of mid-century modern, coastal, industrial, Scandi, and boho designs makes furniture shopping simple. And their team of designers are all about finding that perfect balance between style, quality, and price because we all want the best of all of those three things united in one piece of furniture, right? Plus, they're dedicated to thoughtful craftsmanship that stands the test of time and, you know, looks good doing it. Article is offering our listeners $50 off your first purchase of $100 or more. To claim, visit article.com slash LTSI and the discount will be automatically applied at checkout. That's article.com slash LTSI for $50 off your first purchase of $100 or more. So back at the house, another date card comes and Devin Mateo, Darren Connor J, Kevin Dustin, Tyler C, Joey, Peter and Garrett are getting a date. Cam, Connor and one other person who I Mm -hmm. honestly missed um, aren't getting any dates this week, which is very normal. Like they acted really shocked, but this happens every time. it, It was like a personal affront. And it, and it's not. When it's like, literally it how the nothing. show works. Right. Right. The first couple of weeks, there's just too many people. So not everyone gets a date. And I mean, you know, the show does have to try to give some of them doubt and low self-esteem. Well, otherwise, that's the entire what's design. the point? Right. So like, guys, get with the program. It's the one thing I hate when people act shocked on this show. If you haven't watched the last 20 seasons, then why are you on it? Right. Do your research. Do your research. Sir. Okay. It's literally publicly available. <laughs> so then we cut back to... Hannah's date with Tyler. It's somehow still going on. Uh, And she just knew it would be great. But tonight made everything so much better. Real clarity. She just, like, appreciates Tyler being himself because he told her, I'm myself. Did you think she mistook Tyler for the Dalai Lama in this (laughs) date? Because there was was just so, so many epiphanies. Epiphanies of realness. I mean, and they and it's mutual because she hopes to continue to know what makes Tyler Tyler. And Tyler thinks Hannah is everything you could ever want in a ever. woman. There's nothing else. Ever. Like, what else could she you is want? Complex. She is bold. <laughs> she is real. She's hot. You know, what else do you need? That's it. I mean, it once and, and I assume to be on the show, everyone needs to be STD free. So he really does it's know tr- everything. No, it is true. They do get tested. Right. So it's everything you could ever want. Yeah. I mean, done. So then we, you know, finally get to the second group date <sighs> with the aforementioned men. And the tagline is, let's get our love on track. Yeah. Hannah shows up rocking these tiny spandex shorts. That I was, was like... I was like, respect. I, I, I could never. 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 Even when I was 24, no. I don't, no. Even, I don't think I could wear those when I was like 16. I don't wear Bermuda shorts now. <laughs> like, no. My legs are covered at all times. I mean, she. I was just like, wow, I really, I just respect. Ew, I, respect I agree. It. I agree. Yeah, she looked amazing. Um, I noted that, like, the vast majority of the men of color end up on this date. Yep. Yep. <laughs> Just, uh, I don't know. Don't know how it happened. Don't know how, but it it happened. And she just wants to see if, like, these guys can roll with the punches. So they're playing roller derby. You mean to ultimately roll with the tide? (laughs) Exactly. (laughs) 
Well, first you roll with the punches, then you roll the tide. Right. That's just it's just the natural order of things. Uh, and and so the men realize that they are going to have to be able to roller skate at some mm-hmm. point. Which also no one here makes a differentiation between rollerblading and roller skating. Right. Those are in fact like rollerblades are different, different than roller skates. Correct. They are on roller skates here. But yes. Connor J is like shit. I don't rollerblade. He's just panicking, just like abject terror on his face. I, you know, which I related to, like having to go on one of these shows and then do, like I get anxious in a group of friends doing a thing that I'm bad at. Like, Understood. It just, you know, I don't Understood. like it. I don't like to publicly do things I'm bad at, especially if they're physical. I have on that, national television, it would just be really ratcheted up. I have that anxiety about interactive theater. Oh, like, yeah. I just don't yeah, want to yeah, be yeah. called on ever to have Same. a thought when I'm not ready to give a thought. Oh, I agree completely. Right. Like, don't involve me. No. And and so they they put their roller skates on. They do. They do. And the L.A. Derby dolls are there to school them. So I had thoughts on this. Uh, yeah. What are they? Whip It is one of my favorite movies of all time. <laughs> Great movie. Okay. Roller Blade or um, Roller Derby. And these guys had nothing on Drew Barrymore, Kristen Vig, or Ellen Page, none of whom were professionals. Okay. True. None are professionals. They're not professional is in the roller derby. Also, roller derby is so impressive. So when I worked at the White House, there was a roller derby in Washington, D.C., and I tried to join it with my name being Nasty Pelosi. How good is that? <laughs> I love it. But then I was told by certain people at my job that I couldn't come into work with bruises. <laughs> <laughs> so I was really amped for this date. I was like, this is going to be awesome. And I and felt really satisfied. Well, I felt satisfied to an extent because I was like, yes, this is actually exactly the week that I will take great pleasure in watching men just fall Agreed. over and Agreed. over and over again. Yes. I was like, this is just this feels correct. It's like remember in, in I think it was Colton season. They made them pull a car. Yeah. Remember that? Mm-hmm. And someone, a couple could do it. Yeah, it was I impressive. was like, "Fuck, that's yeah, it's dope." These guys didn't have as These, many dope moments. No, no. But luckily, they all put on their like pads and helmets. Hannah, again, the just the choices, the outfit choices here were so good. She had those like silvery reflective rainbow skates yes. and like the hot pink helmet. It was just it was working. She for me. was derby rainbow bright, and I was very into it. Actually, she was more like Gem. Remember yes. Gem and the Misfits? Yes. She was more like Gem. She was more like Gem because yeah. like the hologram. And she was like, zoom, zoom, yeah. Zoom, zoom. Oh, she looked great. Um, and we just start seeing these men just fall down over and over and over again. Darren is the only one who seems to have any uh, game rollerblading or roller skating experience yeah. and and game. And there, it's just yeah, I was satisfied to watch them all just look like complete fucking idiots. Meanwhile, Cam is back at the house. Playing his harmonica. <laughs> yeah. Let's talk about Cam. Emo. Emo plus psycho. He's, I'm confused. Mm-hmm. I'm just confused because none of it feels particularly genuine. Like he's not actually an emo person. He's no. like, this is what an he's emo person would the, do. Exactly. He's playing the role of emo. Right. He's like, if I look somber and play a harmonica. Yeah, a bit sullen. This will give off. Give off what I'm, you know, what I want. And he's just depressed that he didn't get a date. Like, you know, how could how could Hannah, who he had such an amazing connection with, who really, like, put up with all of his freestyling, yes. how could that woman not give him a date? 
It's an affront. There is something, I don't know, maybe like a bit smarmy about Cam. He's so smarmy. Right? Like, like, like you just don't, like, I just don't want him near me. Oh, yeah. Like, no, 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 and no, no. everything about him seems wrong and a bit malevolent. I agree. Right? He really creeps me out. Me too. I want him to go. Go. Uh, back. For that reason, you know we'll deal with me. him for forever. Oh, he'll be there another. He and Luke I are well, going to end up in jail. I mean, that's, that's just a distinct possibility. I think that Luke P is going to be our, like, ultimate shitster, but Cam is our, like, early shitster. Yeah, he's, We're like, gonna low and slow. Soon. Yeah. Because um, he's kind of gimmicky. So back to the roller derby. They've had their practice session. Mm. Now it's time for the real thing. Real deal. And it's the orange team versus the green team with mm. Chris Harrison and Fred Willard commentating. Obviously, Fred Willard just makes an appearance in every single season now. He does. And I just, you know, all of a sudden you're like. Rrr. I mean, it know, would have been better. If they if, broke. It would have been better since it's The Bachelorette if they had found like Dorothy Hamill or someone to commentate. Oh, man. Do you know that'd what I mean? Incredible. Like or or bring back. Oh, what's her name? Tara Lipinski. Tara she's Lipinski everywhere. is an amazing commentator. I know, so they should have brought her back. Yeah, why? She and, and Johnny she's Weir. On skates. She and Johnny Weir <gasps> should really be on The Bachelor. I mean, it would have complemented the Miss J portion so well yeah. with just interesting dynamic commentators. But Fred Willard, here we go. You know, he's he's a classic choice. They all again, they just keep falling. Darren can skate, sort of. Dustin, poor little Dustin, hurts his ankle. Mm. He's so cute. That little cute little nose ring. He's he's, he's impish. Just, he's so sweet looking. Yes, I agree. I just it's so clear Hannah's not into him, but he's so sweet. He's well, and she's gonna have to keep sweet around for a little while. Well, also she can't eliminate every single man of color right in, in on the second episode. <laughs> Correct. So there's that. The green team is eventually victorious. Tyler C is on the orange team, and he's he's feeling sad. Tyler C is just like. So chiseled. He's the dimples and that like very It's a it's Adonis like. Yeah. Yeah. Except again, not remotely attracted to him. See, he's a weird one for me because I am not attracted to the to him in the way that like like I would never date, I would never gravitate towards someone no. who looks like him. But he's like empirically but he is just good looking. Empirically hot yes. and I'm like kind of into it watching him. Because it's almost like a science experiment. Yeah, I'm like, it's like what, what is a person that's like that to the empirically hot? Right? Do they always win? I mean, not on The Bachelor. <laughs> not always on The Bachelor. Not always. But I think you know he has a fighting chance. We'll see. As he said, he might have lost the battle, but he's here to win the war. It's deep. Yeah, it's real deep. So during the night portion, you know, Hannah checks in with Dustin. He hurt his ankle a little bit, but he's okay. He said that he was so nervous every time he saw Hannah, and he's just like shy and quiet, and he wants to be bold, but he also wants to be genuine. But she could still feel the energy. Yeah, she says, your energy has been noticed. It's just subtle. It's subtle. Such, it's, oh, it's he's like, going home soon. It's like, his, it's like his energy is a U571 submarine. It's like, wow, wow, wow. Like the sonar, she feels it, but like, let's be clear, he's still underwater. Oh, yeah. And you can tell in the way that she talks to him that she's trying to like coach him through the experience with the knowledge that she will eventually reject him right because she says like you know if you, it's just about showing 
showing me your heart. And then there's no regrets here. There's no regrets in this no process. Regrets. And it's just very clear that she's like, I, you'll be here for two more weeks, sweetie. We're going to you just enjoy. Yeah. Just you ju- put those feet up just and enjoy. Put on a good face before paradise, and hun. Enjoy the free charcuterie platters we have every night. So this is then the first um, real sighting we get of Pilot Pete, Pilot who was Pete. A, a real presence last episode. Yes. And I still think he's going to do really well, but we just didn't get a lot of him. No, he was a bit stuffed in a closet this week. Yeah. He he tells Hannah that, you know, he's focused a lot on his career and he's had serious relationships, but he's put them on the back burner because he's like so dedicated to that pilot lifestyle. But now he's excited to find the one and just start an amazing Life. And how old is he again? I think he's like 27. Yeah, I'm just, I'm actually looking it up because he's one I of the love older he's 27. Yeah, You're right. Yeah. Because you know what? He's lived long and hard and he's ready to just find <laughs> yeah. his co pilot. Exactly. You know, he's like, look, I've sown my wild oats in the sky when I was 26. <laughs> <laughs> Once I got in the Mile High Club, I knew yeah, it was time exactly. to settle down. Uh, and he thinks Hannah is both amazing and beautiful. So, which you those know, two together her. make her real. Right. Exactly. I mean, you can't be real if you're not beautiful. That's just a fact of life. <laughs> Obvi. Garrett, on the other hand, just wants time with Hannah. And he just, you know, men just keep coming back being like, I had the best talk with Hannah. And he's like, where's my time? He's like, I'm taking my time. You know what? When he re- will my he time reclaimed be? his time. He tried. He tried. And then, of course, Cam shows up. Which I've never seen before. They've never let. I don't. In my memory, they've no, never, I've never let. I've never seen a, a yeah someone be just bogarted. an interloper just like randomly come into a group date. No, I mean like it wasn't his date. No, it was weird. Right. I mean he like crashed it with a bouquet. Yes. It wasn't even very nice bouquet. Flowers. No, it was. It was a supermarket. <laughs> yeah, bouquet. it was like you got that from the bodega. But see, my I guy. feel strongly that all the bouquets on this show are bodega bouquets. <laughs> That's true. It's like when they go to hometown visits and they bring the flat flowers to the parents. Oh, they're terrible. They're always like the dyed flowers. Yes. when they're not the natural color. Natural color. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, do you not have any hydrangea where you live? No. Or apparently peonies, not. <laughs> anything. Anything seasonal. <laughs> so Cam, you know, he's just he's got to show up because ABC. Always be, be Cam. Cam. <laughs> and so he interrupts her time with Devin. Poor Devin. And and Hannah just looks like, you know, I don't get the sense that she's that into Devin, but I think she's really beginning to not be into Cam. But she knows she has to humor him. Because he's, he's a good creeper. TV. Yeah. Right. So she's like, I'm so sorry, Devin. Uh, okay. And then they Guess like, I'll talk to Cam. And Cam's like, here are these bodega flowers. <laughs> And Devin goes back to the other guys, and he's like, uh, this just happened. And Tyler C. is, like, affronted. He is. his All of his senses are offended. Yeah. It was, like, all of his, like, ab muscles just, like, tightened up. <laughs> like, there were veins in his head. Yeah. <laughs> and he was like, hell no, not on my watch. Yeah. He's like, I will. I will stand up for my values, and my values include you don't take time from me or from <laughs> Devin. Uh, and we see Hannah and Cam chatting. She's like, thanks for coming out tonight. It was a good surprise. Translation was not. Was it not was. It was. Please go. Yeah. Moonwalk out of here. And and he's like, I hope you have a great rest of your night. And Cam is then out front doing his little ITM. 
He's like, you know, Hannah's just like looking for a man who's going to break conventions, who's just going to be bold and be there for her. And then we start to see a series of men creep up behind him yeah. to confront him. <laughs> it was just it was just incredible because it was so clearly produced. But I also kind of loved it because it was so absurd. It was it it was uh, high entertainment value. It was really high entertainment value. I also loved how like waspy and held in all of these confrontations were. You know what? Okay, I was going to use the word constipated, but waspy and held in is so much better. They are. They're just like, I want to fight you. He's like, but instead I'm going to say, like, this is not the right way to do this. This is not acceptable. It's the difference between how millennials speak and how I grew up talking. <laughs> it's like people here use their words and, and their emotion words. And I just I, I just would have been like, fuck you. Get out of my way. But they were all very reserved. It but was, you could see the rage like bubbling up internally. It was it was incredible dance. I, if, was, I was impressed. If any of them had IBS, there would have been a line for the bathroom. Yeah, exactly. Like, there was a lot of rage in that tum-tum. Uh, and Tyler's like, you know what, Cam? I got to go back to my girl. And then Garrett comes up and he's like, I do not appreciate you, Cam. And Cam's like, you know, Garrett, I respect you coming at me. Like they were just. Do you know what it is? Like, it's all I like the, it's like they, there was some prerequisite anger management pre-introductory to this whole situation. Because yeah, they're literally. I mean, but that's also what made me think that there was like a lack of alcohol because right. it was all so measured. It was measured. so, it was so yes. measured. Because then, then Kevin comes up, and he's like, "Cam, barging in is not the right way to do this." And Cam's like, "Okay, man. Yeah. You know what? It's like the Duggars were on The Bachelor." Honestly, um, some of these people might ascribe to the Quiverful movement. (laughs) Oh, God. But justice prevails on this date. It's true. And Dustin gets the rose. Yeah, I mean, again, that rose again. It's going to be limited, limited times that a man of color gets a rose. I got to really revel in it. So Hannah hopes that they all had a good time tonight, but she's uh, really tired. So good night, y'all. And that red dress. Oh, in uh, the cocktail party. Yeah. Yeah. So that's the next scene. Right. She, this dress. I mean, these, she, I am really on board with the you know style what? of this season. She took pageant life and she brought it to the batch and I'm here for it. Me too. Yeah. I mean. The, but it's the, elevated. It's not like, it's not overly gaudy and sequiny. No, it's, but it is perfectly oh. tailored. Yes. Perfectly. I mean, As Carrie, you do Fetman, in pageant Carrie like, Fetman is stepping it the yes, fuck up. I agree. I, I mean, mean I've, I, have, I have not had beef with anything she's worn. Me, same. I mean, I have like a moment of gasp. I'm like, wow, that dress. That dress I could never beautiful. wear it, but good for her. I know. I, I, that is one of those dresses that at one, like that kind of style, at one point in my life, I would like a reason to just try it on. Yeah, agree. But you can't you can't wear any underwear with that. So I kept looking for underwear. I look for underwear on all of her outfits because they're so tight, and I think she's just spanked up. You think? Oh, a complete um, yeah. I think like there's something nude, nude spanks. Yeah, though. though but that's that had still, a cutout. All you the, didn't see yes, any lines. There was no. Maybe was, she was just wearing no underwear. No, but there was something because so we're gonna have to go zoom in and check it out because I did see like a mesh. It wasn't skin. She was not fully exposed on the sides. 
Oh, there was little mesh. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, like, I thought like it was I an thought ice it was skating fully... costume. Yeah. Yes. No. I thought it was just like. I think it was an illusion. Ah, well, then I love it even more because that seems more comfortable. Yeah, it's the again the upside of a giant television. <laughs> the thing that was confusing—I uh, mean, the dress was a knockout. The men all just like cannot contain themselves when she walks in. They're like, "Oh, oh, wow, yeah, <laughs> you a model." Yeah, <laughs> and then she starts weeping. <laughs> Y'all, okay. I really thought that she was going to be like. My uncle died this week. Something. Or, like, I got really sick or some some specific thing to point to to no. explain the sheer emotional exhaustion three days in. No. She is emotionally overwhelmed. And She's I, on sensory you know what? overload. I get it because it seems exhausting to be the lead on this show. It seems exhausting to be on this show. Agree. She's probably overtired. She's 24. She's like, what have I gotten myself into? There's two, basically two more months of this shit. Uh, but I'm concerned for the longevity of her emotional health. Well, again, rewind to the last season where she showed signs of cracking. Right towards the end, and she the beginning. But she literally said that she needed to go find herself and find her true Hannah, and then she accepted this. (laughs) She there was no time for her to find Hannah, find Hannah, or regroup. So she's literally just still running on adrenaline. I think from the last season, and we all know that you crash when that happens. Yeah, and she's basically like she's... just been filming these shows for like four months. Now. Of course, when she started crying, I was like, do you think she's been taking Adderall and it's just wearing off and she just can't take it? I mean, who knows? But she's just like, guys, this is just me right now. I asked you to be real, so I'm going to be real. I'm just going to weep. And they're all like, yeah, of, of course, of course. It yes. would have been so great if she said she had PMS and just got her period. I know. I would have loved there to be just, just something that gave us any insight. Because what she kept shrieking through sobs was, this is me. This is me. But it's just me. It's I mean, just me. And, like, I guess that if I were going to rant about what I was, I wouldn't necessarily be when I was crying for no reason. So it appears. I just, I really want to understand any of these people and they're not giving us a whole lot to work with. No, we need some we need some breadcrumbs, you exactly. know. We need just like, a little bit. Why, why are you the way you are to use like a Colton question? Like what right. makes you you? Like exactly. We have not gotten to the point where anybody is revealing a single damn thing. A single interesting thing about themselves. No, just that they're real and they're bold and they're amazing. They're real bold, they're buttoned up and they cry. And they're she not cries. drinking as she much. Cries. Hannah cries, which I respect. Which I'm, a, I'm a look, real crier, too. I wrote about non-manipulative crying. That, like, as long as you're not crying for to manipulate someone or at yeah. your job, yes. then it is completely fine to express your emotions. Oh, and I, I cry all the time, like, without trying. Me, so too. I relate. Um, I'm not judging No, I'm her. not judging the I'm crying. just curious what the real triggers exactly. for the flood of emotion exactly. are. Exactly. Right? I, I don't think we're getting her. the real story. No. So Connor uh, S. pulls her aside first. Connor S., one of those ones that stood out, but we really haven't gotten no. that much from him. No, maybe next week will but be his he, big week. he is one of the cutest. I think he's handsome. Yeah. The, I confuse him with Tyler G. Yeah, they both have that, like, but Tyler has stubble. Connor's the baby-faced 24-year-old. Yeah. I, I, again, like the idea of, like, two 24-year-olds just dating each other. 
That seems nice. Uh, he's really cute. The guy I've been dating um, texted me last night to say that he thinks that Connor uh, S is the cutest one. And I was like, okay, you passed test. You like have that's decent. Good. You, you like decent taste right. in men. You like, understand. Yeah, it's like thank God. You know? will, will you two ever watch The Bachelorette together? Um, I don't know. He's only actually watched like one and a half episodes. Yeah. Like as a, I, I don't know. Maybe that's like romance in 2019. And I was like, you don't have to watch this. It's my, ter- it's terrible. My, I've I've always watched alone. I've never watched The Bachelor or Bachelor with anyone other than my cat bunny. May she rest in peace. I really can only watch with like one other person. My friend Miriam comes over most Mondays and I cook us dinner and then we watch and she knows that she has to mostly be silent because I'm taking notes. My BFF Bachelorette Bachelor pal moved to the Pacific time oh, that's a zone. And so it's really a problem because you can't even text. No, I'm like, don't follow my tweets. Like you have right. to just not just don't look. And so last night she just texted is it good? And I just wrote, meh. <laughs> it's meh. It's meh tonight. Yeah, it, it was meh. Um, but Connor and Hannah seem to have a, a good connection. She feels good about where they're at. She knows there's a connection. She enjoys being with him. And therefore, they make out and say, you're so amazing. So amazing. And she hopes that she, like, didn't make him feel like a bummer. And he's like, no, you're amazing. And you're amazing. And you're amazing. And then Kevin steals Hannah. And I, they scream or something together. Yeah, He's was, like a mental health specialist, a behavioral specialist. Which is very interesting. Yeah, I'm like, we need some counseling You'd think here. he had the inside track on this show, but, you know. Yeah, you never know. It can be, it can be hard for someone who has a, a high awareness of mental health to be in this. <laughs> Wait, wasn't... On the last season, wasn't one of the women a mental health professional? A few seasons ago, Taylor. Nolan. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah right. she, okay. So you know, and then that was that was like actually difficult. Yes, for her. Um, so these guys, says Hannah, are just getting a strong, emotional, real, bold woman who's not scared of letting it all out there. I was like, what the ever loving fuck does that mean? And what's been let out? Tears. That's, that's it. That's, that's all of it. That's got. all of it. We have you know nothing what? else. Maybe we should trust her. Maybe that is all of it. Do you think <laughs> that she's found the key? Is she going to write a feminist manifesto when this is all over? Oh, boy. Could be. A real market for that one. Be a picture book. <laughs> um, but, of course, we we can't, you know, end this episode without talking about Cam again. Because he's there to have a, what is referred to as a chicken nugget ceremony? I really was so confused. <laughs> They're like in a rose petal pile that's in the shape of a heart and on the asphalt. And she's sprawled out like Cleopatra. She literally can't get away from him because she's in the red dress. Right. There's not a lot of mobility there. She's the little mermaid. And he's like, here's some chicken nuggets like and our bright future. And Two things that clearly go together. Also, and honey mustard. I saw that video a few years ago that went viral about, like, how they make chicken nuggets and what the meat looks like before no. it's cooked. And no. it was so scarring. Like, I can never eat one again. No. And that's all I see now. It's uh, it's what my mother <laughs> likes to call chicken reconstitute. Yeah. <laughs> but Kevin is just— But, like, just... here was my question. Have I missed, at some point, her revelation that she loves chicken nuggets? Like, has she ever said what prompted? She, I have no idea. Maybe she did and they just didn't show it. Because she seemed, she was tweeting about it and about honey mustard and It was something. very confusing. It, apparent, I just wouldn't assume someone liked chicken nuggets, you know? No, but like, I, I guess I guess it is a thing that she's into. All right. 
But Kevin is, like, pissed. He's had enough of Cam just imposing his will on the group. Nugget sauce. And it's nugget sauce. And he (laughs) thinks he's a control freak. And this, you know, mental health professional then goes up to him and is like, you can go fuck yourself, dude. (laughs) Stop. It's just very mentally healthy. Uh, And then we see Tyler C. talk to Hannah. He's like, you look stunning. Like, you give me the same butterflies I got when I was playing football. I'm just like, um, oh, wow. This is so beautiful. Okay. That will also, I love when men are just like, you're stunning. She knows. Yeah, okay, like, come up with another adjective. And that dress is painted on her in the best way. And so come up with something more creative. Well, he did. He gets butterflies, like when he was playing football. She's the only thing that has been able to recreate that feeling is for she, him. Is she a football? <laughs> is she the football yeah. in that analogy? Or she, is she the tunnel? <gasps> I'm, oh, my God. Like been, in Rudy, when yeah. you're like, pew, pew, yeah. pew, pew. pew. Uh, but she's into it. She's the wild and man. And he's very attractive, so I get it. Then, you know, Jed is being very thoughtful. And he's like, guys, I want to talk to Hannah, but I want to, you know, play fair and give you your shot first because I have a rose. Luke P then. <laughs> wow. Wow. I've almost forgotten about this. Luke P is like, Hannah, let me give you a back massage. You just need to relax. This is just like a a sneak peek of what can come down the road. And he's just, like, all up in that red dress. In the red dress. Like, and massaging then they, her back. they creep over to some special pre-set-up area. Oh, the massage. Yeah, they the always massage do the massage table, table set up. And she's like, Luke P is dessert. Like, let's just skip the meal and get right to dessert. She thinks this guy is the hottest person on earth. That she's ever seen. And it is incredible to me because I'm repulsed by him. In every way. In every way. Like, physically, emotionally, mentally, just repulsed. Also, I mean, let's just, like, Hannah, you're the bachelorette. You know you got, like, ten episodes left. You're the, let's skip to the dessert. I mean, she just has the worst (laughs) one-liners of all time. But the the producers were cl- clearly like, wow, this is a beautiful golden moment to make things as uncomfortable as possible. Yes. Because Luke P, they've been like, okay, let's switch roles and I'll give you a massage. And so he takes his shirt off. So they're making out. And it like looks making like out. really making out, like wrapped up in each other. And just she's just grabbing his shirtless body. I mean, it body. was like a real... It was hot. It, it was, was like a Harlequin I mean, novel. Well, it was horrifying, but also like I think they were like they clearly were very into it. And poor, poor sweet Jed God just walks, bless him. walks right in and it's like, uh, uh, I, uh, mm, mm, uh, and yeah, it's, this is not super appealing. No. I'm going to give you, should I give Wait. you a minute? <laughs> I really appreciate it. I really liked Jed. I mean, he was just like, what is there for me to do right now? And he just did a three point turn and just walked back. And Hannah just starts saying fuck over and over and over again. <laughs> It's and again, then apologizes for cursing and then continues to say fuck. As if she wasn't on the show for an entire season knowing that the producers would send someone in. At I mean, an, it was an a golden opportunity. Time. I mean, it was TV magic. Yeah, it was perfect. It was so, so genuinely awkward. Yeah. They all were so flustered. It was beautiful. It was, I felt it was a real moment. It was a real moment. Maybe the best moment of the whole episode. Oh, hands down. Yeah. Hannah then is like, okay. Let's compose ourselves. I'm going to go talk to Jed. And they actually have a kind of lovely conversation where they kind of laugh it off. And he's like, look, I, something like this is to be expected. And she's like, 
yeah, it was really weird. And she does her cute little, she's the sort of a, li- a little adorkable where she's like, you know, I wanted to be like, it was just a massage, but it looked like more, but it looked like, and that's sort of a little bit of her personality. And then he says that he should have walked back without his pants on. I loved that. And she, which I thought was so, I was like, good for you. Yeah. And then she just kept doing, I, she was like, I would her head kept died. budding. And then she kept saying, I would have died. Uh-huh. And it's genuinely the funniest thing she's ever heard a man say to her. Ever. I don't think she's ever heard a joke. Because she's used to Luke P's just being like, Oh, you're you beautiful. Amazing. <laughs> you're real. And she's like, Who is this man who tells a joke? I mean, Jed doesn't stand a chance. I think he's going to do well. Oh, I think because of his anti bachelorette vibe, like not anti the show, but just his disposition, that he will. He will make it far. He'll, he'll make it far. But I don't think that he has a chance with her. I wonder. I'm just feeling She thinks it. he's hot. She said she wants a man who's big and strong that can protect her and pick her up. He does have, he has pecs. He's, the, he's slight. I, well, he Compared gives off, to the others. You know what? He gives off a slight vibe. It was the that hat he had on that yeah, wasn't good. That, the like, singing fedora it's was. what every Nashville <laughs> singer-songwriter exactly. wears. Slash everyone who like is a hipster in L.A. Um, but for now, Hannah is into it, and they appreciate the fact that they both handle it decently well. And then it's the rose ceremony. And Hannah's like, it's so weird to be standing up here. Like, oh, my God, guys, I'm real, and I'm the bachelorette. Have you heard? I'm, like, still the bachelorette. This is ah! so hard. But I'm just trying to, like, make the best decisions for me and my heart. And I'm scared. And I'm so scared. Connor J is just like, I know I'm going home. <laughs> so Dustin and Jed have roses already. Then the roses go to Tyler C, Garrett, Devin, Connor S, Luke P, Dylan, Luke S, Mike, Peter, Kevin, Jonathan, Joey, Mateo, John Paul Jones, Grant, and Cam. Of course. Of course. So we say goodbye to a few of the men of color. <laughs> uh, Connor J, Darren, and there was someone else who went home. Um, and Cam is like, you know what? Hannah wants someone bold. So I'm going to uh, assume that she'll be taking my last name. I let's cheers. That. Was it Iota or something? Ayala. Ayala. He's like, let's cheer to Hannah Ayala. And, and they're everyone all like, just what? looks at him like, you're such a punter. Like, what's wrong with you? And Hannah was like, no, no, thank you. No. <laughs> Though you know she's going to take someone's last well, name. Well, she's obviously going to change her last name. But, like, I resented the assumption. Agree. Oh, gosh. And and then we get even a little addendum. Like, I kept thinking the episode was over, but in fact, it, it was not. It was not. Because Hannah's in the ITM room, and she's talking about, like, the man that she wants and all of that shit. And Luke P. comes in. Creeper. My God. And he's like, I just want to check in. See how you're doing. Sit on my lap. Stick my tongue down your throat. In front of the producers. Oh, my God. And he just starts saying some more bullshit to her, like... Time stopped when I looked in your eyes for the first time. Imagine if someone said that he to you. Is, so here's the thing. It's like it's like like where I hope that she would do something like, you know, play combative video games before she comes out for each episode. He's listening to power ballads and not understanding that like the Nelson <laughs> brothers need to be left in the 80s. But that's where he is. He's not even listening to like 
REO Speedwagon or anything like that. Even Air Supply. Rip off Air Supply for I Christ's mean, sake. I no, he's but no, not he's, even that level. No, he's not. Yeah, he's just like, it's magical with you. And then he, he says, everything I'm telling you is 100% real. I promise. Okay, I take it back. That. He actually <laughs> is writing lyrics for the next Meatloaf song in his head. Like, that is how... Do you think he knows who Meatloaf is? No. No, but I do, and I love Meatloaf. Um, he really, uh, he's a caricature. He is. He's a caricature. He is not a real person. No, he's a caricature also, of a meathead. I'm just going to say, if you have to tell a woman that everything that you're telling her is real and you have to promise it multiple times, like, that that doesn't really give me a lot of confidence in in your right. you know a- ability you, your, his yeah. perception his ability in to iterate his depth he wants to have sex with her <laughs> like yeah, that he is, wants to win that he wants to win he wants to have sex with her and he wants to do it soon so that he can lord it over all of the bachelors oh yeah he just wants to beat those other men prove that he's the best yes and that he deserves this you know saintly hot blonde woman yes the most and uh, Beauty queen. and it's working for him it it is working for so him so they make out and Which, uh, there we go you know makes me think that again when Hannah was going to go find herself she didn't find enough because him still winning is his his ascendancy might, right now is disheartening she might need to find herself a little more i in the feel future. i mean luckily she's only 24 years old i <laughs> so there's time I see they all go to a castle. Maybe she finds herself there. Oh, man. Wow. Alabama. Really? I just saw. Sorry. I just saw on Twitter that what? Alabama public television chose not to air an episode of the episode of Arthur where there was same sex marriage. Really? Alabama. Really? They're not censoring showing up cartoons. Well. Oh, God. Hannah. Come on. Come on. Hannah, make a stand You're up. Miss Alabama. You know what's happening and you have social media. Say something. Oh, well, I won't hold my breath. Uh, thank you so much, Alyssa, us. for for coming on here and yelling about Alabama with mm-hmm. me. I really, it, this felt good. You know what? I, f- I feel purged, cathartic. It was exactly. very cathartic. It was very cathartic. It was very cathartic. Come back anytime. Um, I'm going to take you up on that because <laughs> I love talking batch with you. Same. Um, yeah. So anytime, anytime. I'm around. Down the street, actually. <laughs> Now it's time for Feminism Fails, and I'm doing this one solo. First, Cam cheers to Hannah Ayala, his last name, without knowing whether she actually wants to be with him and whether, if they were together, she would ever want to take his last name. I'm going to give that one a three. It's just frustrating and kind of gross. Next, Hannah says she wants a manly man who's not afraid to get down and dirty. I'm going to give this one a one. It's basically harmless, but super, super gendered. And I shudder to think what kind of manly man Hannah is referring to. And then finally, Luke P. tells everyone that if he wants something, he's going to go and get it and fight for it. And he doesn't care what the scenario is. I'm going to give that one a 3.5. Just as we discussed before, read to me like a giant red flag and really 
felt like it kind of paved the way for some more potentially abusive behaviors um, and just a general lack of respect and understanding that just because you want something uh, in a relationship, it takes another person, takes another person's consent and thoughts. And maybe maybe you should think about her as well. And that's it for Here to Make Friends. Thanks to our guest, Alyssa Mastromonaco, and our producers, Nick Offenberg and Sarah Patterson. Please subscribe to Here to Make Friends wherever you listen to podcasts so you don't miss a moment of Hannah's season recaps. And of course, give us a five-star rating and review. You can also follow us on Facebook and Instagram at Here to Make Friends Pod. And you can follow me and Claire both on Instagram and Twitter. Claire is at Claire E. Fallon, and I'm at Emma Lady Rose. We'll be back next week for episode three of Hannah's season. Want to make mom's day? Get to your Nordstrom Rack now and score amazing deals for Mother's Day, which is Sunday, May 12th. Find tons of gifts from only $30 at Nordstrom Rack. Fragrance, jewelry, luxury bags, activewear, beauty, and more. Save on Kate Spade, New York, Stuart Weitzman, and Ted Baker, London. Great brands, great prices. So shop your Nordstrom Rack store today and treat mom to the good stuff from just $30. Whether you're making the same breakfast that you have every day or baking a cake for an extra special day, eggs are a staple in our diets. Eggland's best eggs are nutritionally superior to ordinary eggs, containing more vitamins and 25% less saturated fat. Not only are they better for you, but Eggland's best eggs taste better too. There's a reason that they're America's number one eggs. Visit egglandsbest.com for additional information and delicious recipes.